Hi, this is Zoe Rainey. Our family's been members at OBC since 1999, and I'm reading Psalm 91, 7 and 8. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recommence of the wicked. Thank you for tuning in to Listening Up, a podcast devotional of Ogletown Baptist Church. This podcast is an additional way for us to still gather together around God's Word as a church family. Each week we'll be looking at one chapter, and this week we've been considering Psalm 91. And today we're going to focus in on verses 7 and 8. When our kids were younger and we were watching a movie together, it seemed like there was a running dialogue alongside the movie. One question after another— Who is that guy? Is he the good guy? What is she doing? Who are they? And usually the first half dozen questions received legit answers. But after that, the replies often sounded similar. Something like, just keep watching the movie, you'll see. But these kinds of questions are legitimate, especially when we're not sure what's going on and the identity of who's involved. And that's true of our verses today. To start, Who is the person being encouraged with promises that a thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand? Who is the your? Is that us? Well, in Psalm 91, these verses are addressed to the king, to King David, the one who expressed his trust in the Lord in verses 1 and 2. Here, he's receiving assurances of what will happen, what kind of protection he's going to receive from the Lord. So let's dig a little deeper. Here's the next question. What's going on? The king and his army are out fighting the enemy. They're in the middle of a military campaign, and they're under attack. They're facing a looming threat on their lives. By whom? Well, by the enemy army. These are the thousands and ten thousands, military designations, who've been firing arrows in the day and who, we learn in these verses, will also be defeated. But here's another question. How are they defeated? Because there's no fighting going on. Well, they fall due to the plague. After all, the pestilence is mentioned twice in the previous verse. And really, in the history of warfare, this isn't uncommon. When thousands of people gather in close proximity, disease easily spreads. And this is something we're pretty aware of these days. For example, historically, during the American Civil War, one entire army during a two-month period from December 1862 to January 1863 saw just over 60,000 people treated in medical hospitals, but only 18% of them were for injuries sustained in battle. 82% were due to accidents, disease, and sickness. That's an incredible statistic. And these verses also hint at escalation, not just 1,000, but then 10,000, not just at David's side, but at his right hand. The epidemic is spreading but the Lord's king is safe. The plague is close enough for him to see its effects, but it stopped just short of him. It says, it will not come near you. This word near is used in other passages to speak of the nearness you need for personal conversation. So the plague is close, close enough for the king to see, but not close enough to harm him. And don't we see this in the gospels with Jesus, the true and better David, the Lord's true king? In Luke 4, the crowd wants to throw Jesus off a cliff, but it says he passed right through their midst. In John's gospel, a crowd in the temple picks up rocks to stone Jesus, but the text says Jesus was hidden and went out of the temple. Then, in John 7, the religious leaders tried to seize Jesus, but he escaped. Why? Because it says his hour had not yet come. 
And the same thing happens again in John 8, and John 10, and John 11. There was the true king and the threat right in front of him, but it did not come near him. Until one day it did. His hour had come, and the king found himself looking at death, death at his side, at his right hand. There were men dying on his left and his right, to be sure, but now he was dying between them. What had happened? Did the promise fail? No, Jesus didn't look and see the destruction of enemy forces. He also looked and saw the joy set before him. And he voluntarily endured destruction so others wouldn't have to. Because that leads us to our last, who is that, question. The people who fall at the king's right hand, who are they? Verse 8 says it's the wicked. Those whose lives are ordered against God and his ways. And who are they? In reality, it's all of us. After all, we're born into this world as sinners, wanting our own way, wanting to be our own king. So Jesus, the true king, took the place of the wicked, took our death, so he could bring the blessings of his kingship, God's promises to protect him, even to the wicked. He let the plague and death come near to him, so he could draw us near to God. Psalm 91, 7 and 8 says, A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Thanks so much for tuning in to Listening Up. We hope you'll keep in touch with all that's going on at our church, and the best place to do that is by visiting ogletown.org updates. Until next time, let's keep setting our minds on things above.